What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of the All In Entrepreneurs Podcast, All In Nation. What is up? Uh, today, your host is going to be Alex Sines, 23-year-old real estate entrepreneur here in Phoenix, sunny Arizona. And what's up, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona. And today, we're going to be talking about systems, but mainly, we're going to be taking Q&As because we have so many people asking questions left and right. And I feel like this should be like a free-for-all that we just answer questions on the fly. Yeah, I hope as you uh, continue to grow in your business or begin to start uh, your journey in this game, um, you know, I hope that questions arise. If you don't have questions, that means you're not actually working because I have questions every single day, uh, whether it's in real estate or other businesses that we have. Uh, so I welcome and um, encourage you guys to ask any questions um, that you guys may have. Uh, throughout this podcast. Uh, but just just to start it off, uh, we want to talk about, we get this question a lot. As a beginner, the question is, as a beginner, what systems and tools do I need to start my business? Um, I think that's very, it's, it, there's a lot of ways to answer that question, but to simplify yeah. it, I would say for a real estate entrepreneur or any marketer out there, um, because everybody in business is yeah. is kind of a glorified marketer when it comes to our type of business. Um, I would say you need a, a, a phone system. Number one is to track campaigns and to track things that's happening. So when you're improving the business, you can start tweaking. You know what's working for you. Let me ask you this. Did you ever use your personal cell phone number for like business all over? Um, I did at the very, very, very beginning. That was like 11 or 12 years ago did, when I did first it get started. Pretty, my, did it get pretty crazy? It did because you don't know who's calling. And then the crazy thing, people start calling you at 12 at night, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock at night, and it gets crazy. And that was in the car industry. So you can only imagine. So, guys, if you guys are using your personal cell phone number, that is a big no-no. You definitely, definitely want to get a phone system. Absolutely. Um, like, you want to give a few uh, recommendations that we use? I, I love using CallRail. CallRail is a, kind of a soft system. Um, CallRail.com. Yeah, because it's so powerful that it has tracking ability. So what you can do with it is um, you can track forms, track uh, analytics within that. Like, it interacts with Google, with websites. Um, you can you can you can get very very granular with that. Uh, there is cheaper systems out there like Vumber with a V. Um, it's like a number but with a V. Uh, it's it's an okay system, but CallRail for so far has been the best because it integrates with so many systems out there. And the reason that we talk about having a system like you can you can forward calls, you can add call flows. Uh, where you send it to your team members, or you can say between this hour and this hour, go to voicemail. If you're doing this part time, you know, or you can say press one or press two or press, whatever yeah. it is, you can do so many things with that, and it it is completely online. So you can forward it to your cell phone, you can forward it to anything that you want. Um, that's that's pretty much the best thing I think you can you can do as a business as you start, because if you grow a business with your cell phone, you completely messed up right now because. As you as you grow your business, now you already bought like your you 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 your cell phone became your bottleneck. Yeah. Because you can't you can't um, you can't expand on that. No, you can't. But with having something like this, even though it's so cheap, but then you can expand on that and ha and do so many <laughs> things from the get go. So I do recommend getting that. Yeah. So here's a so for any business, if if you're starting any business and for um. Like for this example, let's, let's talk about real estate, right? If you're if you're if you're starting any business, there's 
there's a few major things that you need to address, right? Number one is phone systems. Number two is marketing systems. Number three, lead, man- lead management systems. Mm-hmm. I haven't even told you this. Yeah. You know. Number four, sales tracking systems, mm-hmm. okay, a.k.a. CRM yeah. for, for us. Uh, and then task management systems, which can also be your CRM. Uh, but there's there's also a few tools that, that uh, we use outside of our CRM to, um, Absolutely. to, to be more efficient, really. Mm-hmm. A CRM is like a, like a glorified... Uh, or it's like a note notepad on steroids. It's like an uh, it's like a super assistant. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like <laughs> to remind assi- you, yeah. yeah. To remind you, and it's like the notepad <laughs> portion of it. Um, but what about what kind of system would you say for for mass uh, marketing dialing though? Mass. Okay, so when it comes to cold calling, the system that we use is ZenCall. And you can uh, you can go directly to allindialer.com. We do not own the dialer, uh, but we use. We have hundreds and hundreds of seats with uh, the call geeks and then our agents. Um, but allindialer.com, you get ninety dollars per seat, uh, and that's just if you go directly it's a, to Zen Call. Instead of one fifty, you pay ninety dollars. That's what yes, it's one hundred fifty if you go directly to Zen Call. But if you use allindialer.com, you can get a really good price at ninety dollars. So just want to make that available to everybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for 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 calling, uh, we use uh, Zen Call. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's cool about that is you become more efficient. You mm-hmm. become more efficient uh, because versus dialing one person, you can dial three people at a time. Actually, you can dial 12. twelve, up to twelve, up, yeah, to, up 12. to twelve. Yeah, it's, we were talking about that uh, the other day, like the, the one hour versus one hour, right? Yeah, like yeah. but when you leverage systems, you can your one hour can be maybe three hours because you actually called three times the people. That was a crazy conversation. Yeah, yeah like you were putting one hour doing that, but then you have. That is insane. Obviously, this is like more of a crazy conversation yeah. to have. But um, what would you recommend for uh, lead management slash CRM system? CRM, uh, the one and only uh, Podio, and uh, Podio is a, uh, a. It's probably the leading CRM, at, at least in the real estate space. I can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the specific one that we use, look, you can go on Podio and get a free version, right? Um, with but it's very very limited right if you want a turnkey CRM system uh, we use Hercules you can find that on uh, investorautomation.com we use the podio called Hercules it's a custom build out um, literally tracks everything and uh, we we use that in our business it gives us reporting on 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 people the only CRM that I've seen that gives reporting on people uh, campaigns lead management revenue uh, Revenue reports, transactions, disposition, it's the entire business. So uh, I suggest that whether I suggest Hercules, uh, whether you are a one man show or you have a huge business. Absolutely. Um, We are coming up with something new. I don't want to spoil it, but it is going to be a very, very cool system that we're going to come up with. Um, but that's for probably I would give it another thirty days before we we, we talk about yeah, it. Thirty to sixty. I don't know about sixty days, but yeah. I'm anxious. <laughs> um, so now we talk, we covered the basics, uh, and you obviously utilizing Excel sheets for KPI tracking, you know KPI key point indicators, and that's what you need to use to see what's happening in your business, what pivot tables and what shifts and whatnot. Because as a business owner, we want we yeah. always want to stay ahead of the curve, and if Sometimes it happens so so quick that we don't see it. So if you slack on that, if you wait maybe a, a month too too long, 
then you might start losing money in your operation or you might lose an operation in whole. And I'm not, I don't mean to scare you, but there's people that actually neglected small things that would take five minutes of their time that it would indicate some danger in their, in their operation, but they didn't look at it. And the first thing that you should look at in your, besides looking outside, because you can always hear about the news and this and that, but look inside your organization as well. If the revenues start changing, if some trends start changing, you, that should be a flag for you and you should adjust with it. But if you see something of a, of a major red flag that can cost the company, um, it's actually, it's the company itself. So keep your, keep tracking of your KPIs. Obviously that sounds like a like a very high level talk, but you can track KPIs on very small levels. Like I dialed 100 people today and I talked to 10 of them and I did that for a week, then I got one deal. So then multiply that by, let's say you work six days. So you're like every 60 people I talk to, I get a deal. There you go. That's, that's a KPI for that marketing channel. Um, and then obviously it gets more granular than you have your team members and you have your campaigns and you have which campaign didn't work, why did that not work? And um, it can get very, very granular and I want to get into details. The real reason of this podcast is we want to take all your Q&As, guys. Um, we feel like a lot of questions are asked sometimes are very, very simple. I've seen some simple questions that we've talked about before. Yeah. And the best way to answer is like directly to that person who asked that question. It might help someone else maybe because the way we talk is computer tech. Yeah. So we wanted to, because uh, we, we got, we get this question a lot, like what system should I begin to use as I start? So I hope, I hope uh, uh, that answers, uh, well, at least that gives you some clarity and, and context on what you should be, uh, what, should, what you should be doing. Uh, but now we are welcoming for the next uh, 20 to uh, possibly 30 minutes, uh, Q&As, questions. Uh, and again, there's no such thing as a dumb question. And um, we welcome anybody to ask uh, any question regarding uh, entrepreneurship. Personal, uh, I'm not ashamed. Uh, I'll answer I'll answer everything. My bad. <laughs> Got excited. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I welcome uh, all you guys to ask any questions that you want. So we'll take the uh, next few so seconds to let them uh, let them come in. No one said, "Is there any way to make just for one user instance of three or more? That way, new customers will able to afford." I, I am. I don't understand the question. Do I you? think he said instead of three, one user instead of three or more. Oh, I, you're talking about Hercules. Unfortunately, no. Not at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was talking about a uh, Zen call, but Hercules. I'll say this: uh, one of the biggest. Um, I remember, like, one of the biggest um, kind of like, oh shit, like, oh, like oh shit moments, right? Uh-huh. Was when I organized my uh, my Google Drive. <laughs> like when it comes to like organizing the business, like especially if you have more than one business, you want everything centralized and and in, in, in one place. Uh, so now I have like everything in my Google Drive. I'm like. I'm out in the street and I forget my debit card or credit card that I need to pay something. I could go insurance to my Google card. Drive, insurance, driver's license. Um, I remember I went out to the uh, I went out to the bar. I forgot my driver's license, my ID, and uh, they accepted my, uh, my your Google my Drive, Google drive one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Google Drive. One of my favorite is Google Google Drive. I used to use Google Drive and Dropbox, and I know you use both, but I'm yeah. a fan of Google Drive. Like Google, I drive, use uh, I use. I use uh, Dropbox for like on computer things. Yeah, easy. Okay, we have a uh, <laughs> thank you, Haim. I appreciate you. Um, let's let's go ahead. Let's start from up. There's questions. Um, so V Vanessa uh, asks. By the way, hi Vanessa. Uh, 
If you could Hello? go back in time and do it all over again, what would you do? What would you guys do different? Um, you know what? I I don't want to. My I feel like we had to go through what we had to go through to to learn to to learn and discover what we discovered. Um, as far as you know, I've said this before. The only thing is that early on my business journey, I I thought I knew it all, and I didn't really seek help from other successful people because you know when you think you know it all that's that's on that's before i even jump into real estate and i think that's that's what i would do different personally i've said that before um as far as we're talking about systems i think we uh we evolved in systems in the right time like in the right uh growth health yeah yeah i'll answer that um yeah like sal said there's there's definitely mistakes and and uh errors that you have to commit and do uh to get to to evolve, right? To get to that next level. But one thing I would absolutely do different, especially on the personal side, would be not letting other other things... Well, okay, not trying to let other things suffer as I'm building other things. Mm. I feel like for me, like my health was one of the things I put on the back burner when in reality there was enough time to work out. There was, you know, there, there had to be better decisions to eat better. So like just because the income was rising doesn't mean that my health had to deplete. Mm-hmm. So like on the personal side, I, I do... I do look back like, okay, if I were to start over and now it's like, now it's a, it's a, I have a different mindset on like yeah. what, what I'm doing now as far as growth. But initially, like when you're just trying to survive, uh, you kind of neglect those things. So I know it's tough to, um, to focus on, okay, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get a six pack, but I have to pay rent next week. Like I know it's tough to manage those things, but I would try to do much better than, than I have. I like that. I like yeah. that. So not business wise, health wise, personal wise on the business side, I would, uh, I would, I, I would just talk to more people uh, because every time that I, that I talk to somebody, uh, more successful or somebody in the industry or somebody that was willing to pour into me. Uh, things elevated and then it like pushed you further. My, my tool belt kept getting bigger because like one guy would tell me you know this gem and then this gem and now i can u- use it in everyday business and life beautiful good question uh someone asked uh, lucas asked do you guys use sms if how often do you blast um we've dabbled in that i would say uh, a lot of companies do it depends on what market you're in and depends how often you you blast your to your market uh but a key to that, like I was talking about earlier, is keeping track of your KPIs. So in, in your market, there may might be your, your population might have a lot of landlines. So maybe uh, a text message won't work. Maybe ringless voicemail works better or voice broadcast works better. So it just depends on the demographics. It depends on, on the type of the message that you send. Um, and it depends what type of list. So you need to take, keep track of those things. Ideally, people like to do between 60 and 90 days of data, then re- then uh, review that data within your KPI tools that you use and see what's working best, what's not, then start tweaking that, and then move forward and then do the same thing and tweak it some more. Test, adapt, test, so, adapt. So, yeah, exactly. Test and adapt. So that Hopefully that answers your question, Lucas. But uh, uh, if you guys are looking to do SMS... Um yeah, leadblastpro.com yeah. if you want to use SMS and all that. Leadblastpro.com. Marcus asks, are you guys using CallRail, Vumber, RingCentral, or something to keep track of your numbers for different marketing channels? We are using CallRail. CallRail, uh, yeah. And, call- the, and we mentioned why CallRail is, is the leading in the industry. They, they, they're they the most intuitive uh, this far because 
their integration is is one of the the best integrations I've ever seen. The yeah. other tools they're they're cookie cutters, so they don't have the integration that comes with Qualrel. And plus, the price is not like the price is it's so close. Fair, yeah. So yeah, I would not use it. Yeah, Qualrel, uh, definitely number one yeah. in our books. Um, and it's pretty cool because you can have like different companies. Um, like I have like fifteen to twenty companies. Like. Um, as far as like different departments, like I have my offer home website, my offer home ads, my mm-hmm. offer home, Facebook, my offer home dispositions, like yes. everything is like separated. So, um, and then plus you can give admin access to your certain leaders in your department. Yeah. So it makes it very easy. Different levels. Yeah. yeah. So Maylin asked, uh, I am a newbie. Uh, I should, I should go to the event question mark. Um, events, not, not event? sure what event she's talking about. Yeah. I'm but. not sure what event you're talking about, but events, um, events are great. Um, if you're going there to learn, if you're going, number one, if you're going to the right event and you're going there to learn to implement, uh, unfortunately, my, my answer would be no, if to, not to you, but to someone that's going to just an event, they don't know what, how good that event or not. And they just want to go to just another event so they can, while at that event, they think of going up to the next event. Because, um, actually I was just talking to someone today that, um, they were talking about someone going to a different event and they've been to a certain event that they have all the information they have, but they haven't implemented 20% of it. And they're like, well, we need to go to, a, to another event. But the problem is that you haven't even implemented what you want to that event that gave you everything. Therefore, people sometimes I don't know if it, they feel scared or they feel like yeah. overwhelmed or, you know, there's too much to do. Maybe there is a secret sauce out there to do. So stop looking for the secret sauce. You get the good information, start implementing it. Don't just go jump into the next event um, unless this event is going to elevate you to the next level. She said momentum. Um, Momentum is a – I mean, I I, I would sound biased if I tell you like it's the best event, but it is the Harvard of real estate. So you don't just go to learn about concepts and what – it's literally from A to Z, how to use it, what to say, what contract, what tools – what it's it's a how seven, to look at seven things. figure blueprint but uh, i'll say this i i highly suggest i know uh if you can go to uh uh learn to wholesale.com for a fraction of the price you can get our wholesaling course mm-hmm. learn to wholesale.com and i That's promise you i promise you that that is a extremely good start um and if you actually do the work you will get results we have tens to probably a hundred plus testimonials on that course uh so i, I highly highly recommend it if it's you're learn to wholesale.com learn to wholesale.com um best direction okay. best direction to no okay. actually let me let me say this about events events only work if you do events only work if you do. that's true and like for me like um there has been a lot of like I, i've gone to a lot of events there has been some events that i've kind of made me cringe but at the same time, I am a, a, a half-full type of guy, and I've always made the best out of every single event. So, and therefore, I can say I've never been to a bad event because I always make the best of it. So if you take the leap of faith, go to any event, just make the best out of it. Uh, one of the worst speaking events that I went to, uh, I mean, the organization, everything was, was pretty crappy. I'm not going to even say a name. However, I met somebody there that ended up, um, adding value to our organization, so now it's uh, it's a win win. So just make the best out of it. I know and what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Events always, you know, uh, work if you do. Best direction to go when getting started, physically and financially. What do you think about investing in marijuana? Um, I personally do not know anything about investing in marijuana, so 
uh, Alex? <laughs> I, I, I don't. Um, I, I, I know, I know a handful of people that are very successful yeah. in it, but uh, it's not our expertise, and I would, I would be the last one to consult with or, or give uh, information about that. <sighs> What's the but best direction financially question. and physically? I would say, uh, financially and physically. I think you, you learn as much as you can in whatever time that you have, but whatever you learn, start implementing it the very next day, or if not the same day. Like, don't think that you're gonna learn it all, then start. A lot of people wait for that, and then sometimes a year or two or three goes by, and that whole concept might have changed along the way. So I would say whatever you learn, just go ahead and implement it like um, instantly because what's the worst thing can happen? Say no because saying no, it's the same thing as you doing nothing about it. So might as well just go ahead and implement it. Um, uh, financially? I would make sure that your finance finances are in place. Like if you have a family, like make sure that there is some reserves, um, reserves for the family, for the kids, or for whatever for rent if need to be, um, just to make sure that you can do these things because you don't want the financial part to be the the reason that you fail. Um, so you start doubting yourself. So it has to align with that. Obviously, there's some pain pain points, pain growing pains. So you might have to maybe limit. Uh, you know, limit the living uh, situation that you have. Um, if needed be, maybe uh, certain habits has to be changed. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you have the set goal into, let's say you were going for the marijuana business, you have a set goal, you know you're going to be successful at it. The only the only thought in your head is going to be is, if someone else can do it, I can do it, and I can do it better. That's it. Um, anything about that? Uh, no, uh, I think you hit it on the nail. Um I- Question: What's the difference between voice broadcast and ringless voicemail? Easy answer. Um, ringless voicemail is a voicemail that goes directly into the phone without ringing, so it's like someone leaving you a voicemail. Um, the voice broadcast is is known as a robocall. When you answer the phone, instantly someone starts speaking, which is usually a pre-recorded message. So it's it's just a difference between the two. Uh, someone asked Jamie, I used to use Zencall. They had an issue with the di- not dialing all the numbers. That issue has been resolved, Jamie. Yes. What are your thoughts about the title business? Is it a good business? Is it a lucrative business? Title business as far as like title real company? estate title company or car titles? Car titles. Can you elaborate on that, uh, Gary? I think they're both lucrative, but the title company for the real estate is much more lucrative. I wouldn't really know about the title. Carlos would be the one to answer. Uh, off topic, but if you guys answer this, it would be great. Would you guys lock up a contract that's subject to that's a subject to deal that needs a ton of work? ARV one twenty five, repairs needed forty k. They owe fifty six k. They need two k to relocate. Gosh, um, I think the repairs for me is is a killer. Two um, k. I mean, that's pretty reasonable. If I would just I would stay away from big heavy rehabs. I think for like your basis is gonna be almost I mean fifty k with holding costs. So I would just you, you can find a better deal. I would not take that deal. That's that's uh, way too much rehab for for a hundred twenty five k home. Yeah, for another forty k I could build a new house. <laughs> Uh, but uh, obviously, if this deal depends on you creating some money and like you don't have other deals to create, I would other, I would try to definitely wholesale it. But I, I personally would not buy that personally for for my myself. But again, everybody's situations they might use that fund. The more they get for something greater, then yes, we don't know. But personally, for us, we wouldn't do it. Yeah. 
Uh, I've been using cold calling, looking for uh, for a way to add another marketing channel besides bandit signs. What would you recommend in San San Diego area? Um, there, there's something very very simple that you can do besides bandit signs. I mean, obviously they're not the greatest anymore. Um, having a website is very powerful. Agreed. Like that was when that was like the first thing I popped in. Yeah, you 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 can you know. You need to build a brand that lasts for a very long time, and you can't do that without having online presence. We live; it's twenty twenty. I mean, even even the grandpas are are googling now. Yeah, and I think that's that that's something that you need to start doing right now. Uh, what is the second one? Would you say? I would say um, definitely o- online. So definitely PPC number one in my in my eyes. Uh, number two thing I would do. Um, I would do offline marketing like um, you said you're doing cold calling. Cold calling. So I would do SMS or RVM or both. And you can do both with leadblastpro.com. Uh, Jessica asks, how can I leverage my knowledge to implement the BRRR strategy with no money? Uh, what is the BRRR? The buy rent uh, rehab or buy rehab rent refinance. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Um, how can I leverage my knowledge to implement? Uh First and foremost, I yes, you can do it with no money if you get very creative. Uh, but the, I think the best way to do it is to generate some 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 liquid, some cap, some capital, mm-hmm. some cash. And the best way uh, to do that, and this is from my experience, is by wholesaling houses. Because uh, as you wholesale houses, you can build the piggy bank. Then you have the lever- then you have the opportunity and and the money to then do the br uh, the burst strategy. Yeah. So, so you you would say when you make the money from the wholesale and you use yeah. the funds to invest. Yeah, that's something. how that's how that's how we did it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, there is no right answer, but that is uh, typically if if you're limited on funds, ninety five percent of people are, are are going that way because you can get creative and get subject twos, but then you still need some cash. First and foremost, you don't you don't ever want to do a subject two, uh, with the risk of you leaving the owner on the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you definitely want to create some capital by wholesaling houses to put yourself in a better position for any scenario. At the end of the day, it's all, it's all time vantage point, like where you're at in your financial, yeah. in, your, in your success journey, because <clears throat> some people like residual income, and this is great, but then where are you financially? Some people can, can they think, okay, I have 100, 100 rentals, but then you have to start with one. But when starting with one, you don't even have money to fill up the gas. Yeah, agree. Don't start with that one yet because you're not ready. You know, yeah. you need some something going for you because there's at least – at least 12 months of growing pain there. And Miss Jessica, th- that's a very good question too. I would also add, add this. Um, if you want to leverage your knowledge, you're very fascinated with the, you know, buy, uh, rehab, rent, refinance strategy. Uh, you can find somebody that has the liquid and then you can put in the work. You find the deals, they put up the capital and it's a, um, you know, codependent relationship and, and uh, you can definitely grow it that way. I've seen people do it there by bringing the sweat equity and, and, and the work. Want to answer Jamie's question? How yeah. do you get over the fear? How do you get uh Jamie, good question. How do you get over the fear of going all in, quitting a job to pursue full time? Well, you want to put yourself in a position to win. That's number one. Um, number two, you definitely want to build enough reserves. Uh, we do have I, I'm not sure of the podcast episode, but we talk about how to leave your nine to five. Mm-hmm. You can look that up on our YouTube or our uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, How to Leave Your 9 to 5. That's a really good episode for your question. Uh, but definitely want to build it a, a, up enough reserves for you to be able to support uh, yourself or your family uh, and, your, or, and or your family. 
And um, and then how to, how to get over the fear? Look, there there will always always be fear. There will always be doubt. Uh, but the more knowledge and the better prepared that you are, the better that you're going to do, right? Ladies and gents, uh, there is a internet outage in the area. Uh, sometimes we can't control it. Um, and I call that upper limit problems, right? This is n- like just because the internet went out does not mean we're just going to stop. We're going to finish this podcast. Mm. And uh, thank you for understanding. So the question was, how do you get over the fear of going all in, quitting a job to pursue full-time entrepreneurship? And just to, uh, not sure where we left off, but just to uh, briefly answer that question, you want to build up up enough reserves uh, to put yourself in a good position for you and your family and or your family. Number two, you want to soak up all the knowledge that you can. That way, when you're out in the real world, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know the steps that you need to take or what you need to do to uh, to actually Let's get results. On. We're back on. Are we? I think so. Are we back on? No. It says it is. All right. Um, Jay White asked a, qu- a, good, a really good question. What can you do with a lead where the owner is deceased and the kid don't want nothing to do with the property? What can I do? Hmm. I know I know that answer. Do you know? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I don't know what the kid would... I mean, it's free money for the kid, I would assume, but... Um, Go ahead, Alex. Let me, let me let me hear yours. Yeah. So, um, number number one, you definitely want to try to convince the kids that you know it's it's a burden to the neighborhood, you know, um, and that it's a property that they can benefit. You know, maybe there's some emotional attachment to that property, but like you want to come in as a helping hand for that situation. Number two, if you don't, if they just don't want to deal with anything, uh, you can you can buy their equity. Um, with the deed of trust, you can consult with your title company. You can buy their equity for 5K, 10K. I, I don't know the, the property details, but you can buy their equity, and then you can um, you can own it. Force a sale. Yeah, that, yeah, that, can, that was going to be you my can, answer. You can but force, there's yeah. two people that owning it right now, it says, sounds like one person owning it. So uh, there's two kids. people owning it, so you would buy the other half's equity, and you can force the sale or you can force them to buy it from you. Which is obviously not the best thing yeah. that you want to go after, but that's 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 a way. Um, if I know I am not a great leader, should I hire a leader to manage salespeople, or should I focus on fixing my leadership skills? I've gone through a lot of salespeople struggling keeping. That's a really good question, Jesse. Um, and you know, it takes a lot of nerve to say that I'm I'm not a great leader. So. Um, you don't have to be the greatest leader to, to be a leader of your company. You can always have leaders within departments in your company. Find I, my, my, my thing is find a sales leader, have them manage the people, but obviously you lead in the best way that you can lead the company. Obviously, owning a company takes some leadership, so don't take that away from yourself. Um, I think what you mean is leading a sales team because sales – it's what you it, usually people are what they're they work in the, what they're strong in. So if sales is not your strong point, that means that you're not going to be a strong sales leader. That's why you should implement that. But let's say you're 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 strong in other areas, therefore you're going to lead in those areas. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to lead uh, just because of your lack of sales skills. So yes, I recommend putting a person in there and make them a point of contact, obviously. But you oversee that whole department. Um. Where is the other question, Car- uh, Alex? I'm I've looking for it. it. Mm-hmm. 
Couldn't find it. Not sure, but uh, I think we uh, we answered a handful. Let's end it. Mm. I can't find it. The, the broadcast I can't, I can't one. either. Um, I think someone... So Argos... I remember this question. Argos asks, is it better to do SMS marketing uh, versus uh, RVM, ringless voicemail? Is it better? Yeah. And all and that the, depends. Like that all earlier. depends on the market, the list. There's so many variables. But again, the best thing you can do is is test and adapt. And test and adapt. Someone said, "What up? Uh, what up? What up?" Seems like the market is saturated more than more and more. What what what's a major key to getting the deals in markets that seems so saturated? Thanks. Um. Obviously, in any business, by the way. Real estate is a very, very small community, so it's gonna seem saturated. If you go into other, if you go into car industries, that's way more saturated. If you go into other, like insurance agencies or whatever, they're they're very, very saturated. So, in any business, anything that makes money, people hear about it, they're gonna start doing it. You know that that is just a way of life. So, don't don't think that it is oversaturated. Don't ever think like that. There's always, my dad always told me that God's plate is very big and everybody takes a piece and eats from it. If you always Amen. approach, yeah, approach it like that, you'll be okay. But, um, now we cover that. Uh, a lot of people run away from their market saying, Oh, there's another market that's not saturated. I'll go to it, which is a smart way, but you can always, you can always, um, conquer your own backyard because you're there physically there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of advantages by having that. And what is the best marketing channels? I can, uh, depends what, again, it depends on what market that you're in. Every, everything depends on where you're at, the demographics, the list that you're pulling, the the, the situation, the, the, the situation of, of that uh, market itself. I'm going to give you a quick example. If you're looking at, if, if you look back when the markets start falling, Arizona was one of the very first states to fall. And it was one of the very first states to bounce back from the crash. Um, obviously other states took way longer. So as you see, there is, things are different. It's, I mean, obviously we're all the same people, but there's a lot of factors that happen. There's a lot of different rules. There's a lot of different laws. There's, there's different businesses. There's different businessmen. There's different corporation that, uh, that fell. There's different corporation that actually, um, grew stronger from, from learning from mistakes. So every single market is going to be different. And I think the best way you just do all the marketing channels that you can, and then you you do you take 30, 60, 90 days data, and then you review that data and see what's the best marketing channels for your for your market, and that's that's called split testing. Um, in conclusion, Alex, guys, uh, so this uh, podcast uh, I, I thought it was very good. You know, let us know your feedback, uh, comment down below. Um, you know, shoot us a message. Let us know what you think. Um, although it was a roller coaster of a podcast with the internet outage and all this stuff, <laughs> I hope that you know you found a, a gem or two that you can go back and implement, uh, like ASAP and, and and implement and and better your business. So, with that said, guys, we will be back here next Wednesday. Um, we have uh, we have a guest next Wednesday, so um, stay tuned. Yeah, stay Don't tuned. Yet. Stay tuned. And uh, and as usual, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for the support. And we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Peace.